and welcome to Unashamed Smut Lovers podcast, where we just want to talk to you about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. All right. And this is our read-along episode. We're going to be trying something new. And if you listened to the end of our last episode, we said that we were going to be doing a Tal Bauer duet, but we just realized that it's in third person. And... uh if you've listened to any of our episodes by now, you should know that is not our jam. <laughs> so we found something different just now. Yes. Uh, so, so this is uh, Death Blooms by Yolanda Olson. Yes. And so basically what the plan is, is we're going to kind of give our opening thoughts right now, what we think. We haven't read it at all. Um, the only thing we've read is the blurb and like maybe skimmed through a couple reviews. Then we're going to check in at um, the beginning of part two. And then maybe part three, we'll see. Part three seems to only be like two chapters. So I don't know if we'll check in at part three or if we'll just finish the book. Um, It's a pretty short book. It says it's only 147 pages. Or was it 74? Uh, 47. 147. Yeah, so it's pretty short. It shouldn't take us very long to get through it. Yeah, so we're going to check in like around halfway and then again at the end and give our thoughts on it. So we're going to try something new, see if you guys like it. And so this is a dark romance. Like Kelsey said, we just read the blurb and it looks like a little bit of a serial killer romance. So if that is not your jam, I apologize, guys. But... And, like, we could be totally wrong because it, yeah. it says that he's an artist and that he sheds blood. So, like, we're just drawing conclusions. But, like, who's to say really? I don't know. Yeah. It it looks really good. Um, It is a first-person only POV. So, and it looks like, I don't know for sure, but it looks like it's only the uh, one the main male character's point of view. Yeah, which I'm fine with. I am like, too, yeah. I, mean, I, I actually like kind of like when uh, the main male characters, uh, their point of views are a little more told. So I also don't know. I didn't even look. Like, is it male-female, male-male, male-male-thing? So I, don't, like, I, read, I read a few reviews, which okay. is, I guess, a little bit of a spoiler ahead. It looks like it's either a love triangle or it's going to be like a little bit of a menage thing. So I would assume it's either a love triangle or male, male, female with possible male, male. Because it's only in the main male character, one of the main male characters uh, POVs, but two men and only one girl is mentioned. So I would assume... Yeah, at least we think because the names are a little bit on the gender neutral side too. Yeah, but I it says that Aiden is a she. Oh. In it one does. of the reviews. In like two of the reviews, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I I miss it. I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe they are all, but I maybe it was sp- supposed to be purposefully ambiguous, at least at first, and then the reviews kind of at least they clued me in. I'm a huge review reader. Before I'll like download a book, I will read through a few of them. It depends for me. <laughs> Usually I am, but I didn't want to like go too far into it. 
kind of want to go in blind. I don't know. The 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 one that I saw that caught my eye was somebody's comment in a book group that I'm in where they said that they like wanted to recommend it but also erase it from their mind and I was like, "Okay, what's this about?" <laughs> oh crap. Uh so I'm actually reading a review now and mm-hmm. this may be a prequel novella to a book that's already written. Oh. Hold on. I'm going to double check. Okay. I it says something about brush with the devil. Is that Let a book just... that's already out? Yeah, cuz they said that they read that one first and so they it ruined one of the surprises about the the attic and I was like, "What's the what's in the attic? Now I need to know." I mean, I'd be down to read that too. I don't even This is only 147 pages. Like Yeah, so maybe this is a novella and I would assume at the end it would will tell us cuz I don't see anything. Um but there's a lot of books. This author has quite a few books to go through. Oh, here it is. A Brush with the Devil. Uh and it is out. It came out in 2019. So Oh. Oh mm. no. Oh. I think I just ruined something for myself. Oh no! Don't tell me. I have to. I don't, I don't think. I don't. I think this is a love triangle book, and the main male character, whose POV it's written in, doesn't get anybody. Stop. He has his own book, and it doesn't mention anybody else. What? Yeah, apparently he has his own book, and it's with a whole nother girl. Well, at least he'll get somebody. Yeah, eventually. Gosh, okay, but well, we can read it right after I know. this. We will. We will. So, We're going to have so to maybe, now because now I'm intrigued. <laughs> so maybe we'll have more parts to this. Yeah. We can always come back at any them. time. And, you know, I feel like we're going to have to at this point, even well, if we I mean, don't. Like, in this episode, like if we're sucked in and we're just gonna have to do it, yeah, it's 147 pages. Like, yeah, that's a- not bad at all. That's a one day read, not there even we- it's like a less than two hour read. Yeah, we got this. Okay, okay, all right. So, these are our, our first thoughts are that I spoiled it already. <laughs> um, so my first thoughts on the book are it looks like a serial killer novel um, or just a little bit twisted and it looks like it's going to be either a love triangle or a uh, menage. And it looks like this author is pretty known for being dark. Yes. So I'm intrigued. I like the authors that are known for being dark. I don't really have a lot of triggers, so it doesn't. I have a few, and it's not necessarily that they, like, trigger, trigger me, um, other than a couple, but it's more just that I would, like, I just don't care to read certain things. It's not necessarily, like, it would, like, trigger me. It would, it's more, like, if I can avoid it, I will, because I don't, I don't want to. It does nothing for me. But I am, I am intrigued, and I'm almost entirely sure that I've read this author at least once before. So, and. And then. Oh, sorry. But uh, I was also going to say, like, we will let you know, like, if you do want to read along with us, we'll let you know when to, like, pause if you wanted to actually read along with us. So we're going to read up until part two, and then we will pause, and then 
will come back at the end. Okay. All right. So, cool. I'm excited. I am too. We will thank you for, you know, listening as always. And we, we will see you next time. No, we'll see you in a second. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Pause. Okay. So we are back. We have made it to part two in the book, but we haven't started part two yet, which I'm like kind of dying to. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I I still have no idea what's going on. Same. Like, it's <laughs> this whole book is a mystery. We found out some things though. So he is an artist, but his artistry is. I don't people. get it yet. Yeah, I don't get it yet. Well, see, I don't either. I don't know. Is he like making sex slaves? Is he like turning people into living art? Like I'm I'm so confused. Yeah, because he keeps calling them pets. Well, okay, let's back up. So we know who the characters are now. So we have Gray, who's the main character, whose perspective you're seeing things from. It's his point of view. We have Aiden, who is a girl, and she is his best friend, who he does not want to get with. No, but and her, she she's like a fighter or something, like a boxer. Yeah. Maybe underground. And her friend Penn is a guy, and that's who Gray has a crush on. It's not a love triangle. I'm just still confused how it's going to tie into the other book. Well, I like, even forgetting about that other book, I'm still confused. So, like, it, yes, he's an artist, but, like, we don't know what his art is at this point. Um, it's also got to be super illegal because, like, he was a little concerned when Penn came over. I guess Aiden just knows what he does and, like, has no feelings on it. Yeah, that's mentioned that she knows, <clears throat> but she doesn't, like, care. And he, like, it. it's – he says that he's, like, making pets, but he – I, I don't really know, like, what he's doing. He's currently, so in the book, he's currently working on um, working on one, right? And he said that the, the person who commissioned it, the owner, requested a silent pet. So he, like, sewed her mouth closed, and she can't really do anything. And he says that, like, towards the end of when he's done fixing them or m making them art, whatever, that they understand and are okay with what's happening. So I'm just confused. Like, are they not okay when they start? Like, right. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't know. And then part one ends with a knock at his door and it's not Aiden. But we don't know who it is yet. <laughs> okay. And also, I want to add. So Penn and Gray oh, yeah. really, really wanted Penn to, like, get his attention or, you know, he wanted to get Penn's attention. And so, finally, like, he goes out with Aiden, and they meet Penn at, like, I think a bar. They end up all going back to Gray's house. And while Gray was going home, he had, like, taken a hooker home. Yeah, and what's up with that? So And, okay, but hold on. So then he decided to, like, kill the hooker before Aiden and Penn got to his house. Or he, like, locked her in a stairwell or whatever. And then Penn does something with the body like and he but here's we the thing don't know how what? are all of these random people just so cool with all of this like i still have no clue this book is so confusing i mean it's a little odd it is
Like he, <laughs> Penn is just this trust fund kid. It's not like he's like part of some, you know, criminal organizer, or at least we don't, I don't think he is. We don't know. He's just the trust he... fund kid. And he's like, oh yeah. So uh, I took the body. Well, and no. Guess that's... where it is. And Gray's like, what the fuck? Well, no. <laughs> he found the almost dead hooker and then tells Gray, oh, I took care of it for you. Yeah. And like, that's it. And, yeah. and so now Gray's been walking around trying to find a dead body in his house. And, like, who's to say it's even there? And, like, also, how do you just, like, casually drop, like, yeah, I took care of that problem for you? Like, what? Yeah. It's there is so much. I am so excited to start part two because I need answers. I need I answers. Like I need to breathe. Okay. It's driving me crazy. So I think, I mean, I don't know. I think we could probably just start part two. I think that's our really our thoughts on part one is we're confused. Yeah. And we it's such a short book that like part two came way too fast for me. I know. I was like, I was like ready to find out who was at the door and I turned the page and it it said part two and I was like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So for anybody who is going to be reading along with us, part two is at 38%. It's called, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Just kidding. I lied. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not, nobody wants me to attempt that. So. (laughs) All right. right. So we will be back in for you guys just a couple seconds. So pause. Okay, so we're back. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still a little confused. Like, I get the gist of it now. Um, I think. The book is, it's, I don't know if it's because it's so short or if it's just the author is being intentionally vague. It feels like it's written really, like, disjointed. Like, there's a lot of things happening, but, like, not... There's no details being given, really. Yeah. And, and like, there's no background information. There's no, it, it's, I mean, it's good. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I like it, but I'm also disturbed. Yeah. So we found <laughs> out what Gray is doing, or at least I, from what I can understand, what I, I think he's doing, he, and once again, we don't have really any sort of detail, but uh, what I think is happening is he gets a person from whoever commissioned his art pieces. He gets a person from the owner and he modifies their bodies, like cuts and stitches and does what he needs to to modify them, to turn them into pets, into animals. So this yeah. newest one, I think it like a horse. I, I think it's a horse. Yeah, I mean we're not really sure. Yeah, he attached um, hooves. metal hooves to it to its ankles. To its ankles, and then he's gonna like walk it around with no. And he he doesn't. Um, I I think it's a woman, but he doesn't ever give pronouns. He just calls it it and the pet. He treats it like a woman, though. Yeah, and he talks about he talked earlier about how beautiful it was, and which yeah. I mean, could be anything. He is a gay. Uh, he's gay, and um, also him and Penn are together. Penn found out finally about what was going on in the upstairs in his his upstairs where he does his art and helped him 
attack can, the hooves with can i just say <laughs> that i feel like pen is sketchy as fuck so fucking sketchy he's got to be because not only did he have zero reaction he also oh he was excited yeah he was excited about it and then uh, he also we found out where he hid the dead hooker it was in the dumpster outside of pen's building oh yeah or outside of uh, Gray's building. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Outside of Gray's building. He he just tossed her body in there, which seems like a really shitty thing to do unless, like, you know you're not going to get caught. Like, Penn definitely is sketchy. And I don't, I don't right. think and it, we're really going to get any answers either because we're at 90% basically in this book. Oh, are we? Part, I didn't even part three starts at, like, 89%. Yeah. Penn is sketchy as fuck. I, okay, here's things that uh, are red flags for me. So he threw the body in the dumpster, which Gray had an issue with. And Gray just kind of like never said anything because he was kind of like, you just treat human life like trash. And he just kind of brushed it off. He was acting super weird the day after they had sex and Aiden showed up. And then after, well, like obviously at the fight, like we already knew he was going to act weird then. And then also after the fight, he's been like sketchy about giving Gray any information about whether or not Aiden is okay. That like, I don't know. He also seems oddly jealous of Aiden or at least Aiden and Gray's relationship. Like he he knew well before uh, that they were best friends. So like Gray met Penn through Aiden who had met him somewhere else. Uh, so she kind of brought them together, but he, just the way he, like, talked to her the night after they first spent the night together, like, it was, like, weirdly, almost like he was jealous of their relationship, even though he knows that Gray doesn't have interest in her like that. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, he just sparks a lot of red flags, and, like, while Gray is really worried about Aiden and how she's doing, Penn shows up to have sex, and I just felt like that was... Also, he so he mentions that he's not like nervous or like not uncomfortable with the whole uh, with Gray's business because he like he and his rich trust fund friends decided to like go overseas and do one of those like I it kind of sounded like one of those hunting or like those kill sport kind of things where you can go and you can kill a person and shoot them and he was like oh yeah after you shoot him like it's a thrill it's not like a big deal. And Which, like, I feel like Gray, like, that probably rubbed him the wrong way. Like, they didn't really go too deep into his feelings about it, but it, it, like, seemed like it rubbed him the wrong way. And here's why. Because Gray seems to put a lot of value on life. Like, even though he is kind of torturing people for a living he tries to do it as painlessly and seamlessly as possible and um, he cares about them he says he, he was like i have to care about them because no one else no will. one else does. yeah so i'm like i don't know because pen seems to have no regard for human life and gray seems to have like a lot of regard for human life even though like he's basically turning people into not human anymore uh, so it's kind of a contradiction about gray but pen just seems i don't he's he rubs the wrong i way. i don't and did you get the impression that gray was possibly gonna kill pen at some point in like part one or part two 
before they got together because like just the mm -hmm. things he said he was like oh this isn't gonna the way gonna end the way i thought it would and i that part he mentions yeah. something about like you know pen living and i was like was he planning to kill him before all of this like what i wonder i'm so curious now to see how the end is gonna be because like i said we only have so little left in this book i think it Honestly, I think my Kindle even says that there's only like eight minutes of reading time left. Three minutes left in book. Yeah. Okay. So if you uh, are reading along with us, pause here and read the rest of the book and then come back to us. Yes. Okay. Pause. What the fuck did we just read? Yeah, we're back, guys. And um, I, I'm sorry. Holy shit. So if anybody <laughs> actually did read this with us, what the fuck? Yeah. Maybe maybe you guys should suggest things next. Also, yeah. Kelsey brought up a good point. This particular book is um, considered sweet for this author. And the epilogue was just... I had a feeling. I kind of sort of saw it coming. Or at least I had a feeling that something was going to go wrong. Mm. But I didn't necessarily expect that this would be the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I... Because usually epilogues, when you think of an epilogue, <laughs> you're prepared for, like, a happy conclusion. And, like, you know, I don't know. That's what I expect when I'm reading romance, is the epilogue to be, like, you know, a nice little bow to tie it all up. Not literally time <laughs> <laughs> they, the author definitely tied it up all right uh so where we left off was i guess the uh pen and gray getting together uh i think pretty sure right and so uh, aiden got yeah. hurt in the fight and all of that and he helped uh pen came over for sex and then helped gray finish his newest pet not a horse by the way it was a, a satyr a female satyr a satyress is that how that's pronounced i satyr i'm pretty sure it's satyr s-a-t-y-r i don't i don't I mean, know i believe you because you usually pronounce things better than i do i don't know how to pronounce satyress so i don't even think i that always that's pronounce it like satyr that's how i always pronounce it in my head so i don't know you, you could satyr I I'm not important. Now I'm now I'm <laughs> doubting myself. I don't know. Um, but you know, it's the goat people. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the ones that are like half human on top, and then they have like the woo uh goat bodies on the bottom. So yeah, he turned her into that, including installing horns on her and uh sewing fur onto her lower half. And it was a her, by the way. Yeah. So um anyway. That when we picked up, uh, he was dropping off the newest pet and then going to go see Aiden. And Penn went with him, and then uh, he went she and saw Aiden. Fine. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was fine, she was a little roughed up still from the fight, but otherwise, fine. He makes this mention of how he had how he's unsure of how to keep the two halves of his whole one. One he loves romantically, and one uh, he loves platonically. And so he must come to a decision at some point, because the epilogue, it stops with him saying, oh yeah, we're together, you know, and, and Aiden's like, oh, just call me Cupid. 
hardy har har i got you together and then epilogue starts and kelsey take it away okay so yeah the epilogue comes and basically he sewed them together so that they'd be one person and i i don't know i you know what at the beginning i know we talked about that comment that i saw that they said it was beautiful but also they wish they could erase it from their mind and i agree yeah i wanna i wanna go back to who i was before you know he to be fair to be fair gray knew what he wanted and he got it (laughs) you can't tell we feel really awkward right now like it just is an awkward feeling so i really hope that somebody actually did read this with us because this was a journey. It was only 147 fucking pages. And we're like, uh. <laughs> it feels like the longest 147 pages I've ever read. This was both the shortest and one of the longest emotional journeys I think I've been on. Because I wanted I wanted so badly to finish it. I was like, I need to know what happens. I need, I need answers. I need details. And I um, now I'm just like, cool. So I, I, I got them. I, yeah. I we didn't need the details. No. No, we did not. I want uh is it weird that I'm curious like what he turned them into? Cuz it doesn't say. It literally just says that he's like sewing them together. Yeah, I don't think he warm. really I don't think he really turned them into anything. I think he just joined them. Because I keep he said he didn't a human centipede situation. But he no, he he joined them side by side because he said one side is taller than the other. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't either. I'm just not a fan. I'm uncomfy. Yeah. Well, and poor, poor, you know, Aiden. And like, like I said, she didn't, she didn't want to be there like that. And Penn, like, as sketchy as we were talking about him, he was scared. He ended up being the innocent one. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'm not like what. I just, ah. Well, he he also mentioned he was like, you know, maybe we should all die together. And I, I was kind of like, maybe. Maybe someone maybe you should. should. Maybe you should. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> this is where you re- you stop, you know? Yeah. But so it, are we sure that that other book is I just connected? I happened it was in the um reviews for this one that said that this was a novella to uh to the what is it, a brush with the devil. I can look right now. But it said that it was Gray and Lakin in the second book. I don't know who Lakin is. She was never, she, he, they were never mentioned. Not one time in this book. So we're I don't, like, I mean, I can go, I'm, I'm going to look at the, all right. Well, because I'm like, if, dang it, why can't we just click see it? They changed the Kindle app. And I'm not yeah, it. it is. They're both okay. from different books. By the way, uh, so Lakin is from Malediction, the Malediction Saga. I'm assuming she's a side character, or maybe she's a main character. Who knows? This one turned out, and then Gray Talbot from Death Blooms. So he so maybe... looks like he's stalking her. Oh, of course he is. So maybe we should read the Maledict, or what did you say it is? Malediction. Malediction. Maybe we should read the Malediction series the next time we do a read along, and then. Follow it up with their story. I don't know if I wanna, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. I feel like it was easier reading it all together, like like getting to check in, like in real time, basically, and get our thoughts out, and then dive back in and be like, "Holy fuck!" 
Yeah. If anybody's interested. Oh, Laken is a boy. Oh, yeah. Well, Gray's gay. Laken. Laken, Laken, Laken. Poor Laken. I'm already or feeling bad. Poor Gray. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, oh, hold on. What? JK. I think Laken's the bad guy in this one. Don't know That's how that I could said. be possible. That's uh, why but I it said. looks like Laken's the stalker, Gray. not Gray. Oh. oh. Courtney, we might have to do it. Do we even have to read the first one? I mean, yeah, because we, we need to know who Lincoln is. It's a three-book series, and they're all out. So, wait, Scavengers? Scavengers is, is book one, and then Vultures and Carrion. What's the name of this author again? Yolanda Olson. That's right. If this is... Okay, but hear me out. If that novella was sweet, what are we going to find in this? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This reminds me a little bit of who is Ammo Jones. It reminds me <laughs> yeah. a little bit of like her vibe. This. I disagree. Do you? Yeah. Not 100% disagree, but. Not, not the novella that. itself. Like I said, because I mean, like that one wasn't really that bad. But this newest series. Ooh. So I guess next time, I guess we're just going to go down a Yolanda Olsen rabbit hole. <laughs> So I guess next time we'll read the Malediction series. Yes. I will. I'll add it to my list now. And um, it's going to be. We're going to let this one sit in process for a little bit. So our first. next our next episode will be the biweekly. Yes. <laughs> we'll probably have a couple more episodes before we start another one of these. I don't know. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Like I have to know. I know. But I don't. All right. Okay. We'll do it eventually. Yeah. As soon as I can talk Courtney into it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening and thank you for reading along. If you did, uh, email us and let us know your comments, concerns, you know, or even more recommendations for us if you want to hear something. Yeah. So thanks for yeah. going on the journey. Thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, we will see you next time with our bi-weekly. And hopefully you stick around for the next time we do a read-along as well. Yeah. Bye, okay. guys. Bye.